Welcome to Lead Today with me, Kalina. Let's talk leadership. I, I mean, God, I wish I could do some of these interviews in person. It'd be such a different experience. Like I miss, I miss that a lot. Just meeting people. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Actual humans. I know. Human, the humans are cool. The humans, <laughs> the humans they, are super cool. Yeah. They can be. They can be. Well, I think, I think you are. I mean, oh no, I feel so, I feel so grateful. I mean, I don't know if you even remember, but we, we met at Vivoli on college and you, I do remember. Yeah. You sang my mom happy birthday. And I just thought, I just thought you're such a kind person. No reason to do that. And it was so, it was so sweet of you. And anybody that I know that's met you also says the same, actually. I've got a friend that met you just randomly in Punta Cana saying like, oh, he was so nice. He took pictures. Awesome. So I think that's a real testament to your character. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very, that's so nice to hear, actually. Yeah. And it makes a difference. You know, I think sometimes people think it's about whatever big press or or the way that they donate to a charity or these big things, but it's actually the day-to-day actions. And that's really why I started this podcast actually is because I wanted to highlight people that were doing those daily things to show leadership in their day-to-day actions. And my experience with you was exactly that. So that's why I was inspired and wanted to ask you on the show, let alone your amazing singing and musical talent. So really great to to have you here. And and as I was kind of mentioning, I I know the nomination for the Junos is really huge. And then you've got this new new nft project coming along and i'm really curious about it because i think a lot of artists are bringing that in into the space and it's yeah. the space is new and i think a lot of people are sitting there going what are nfts it's this new big thing what, <laughs> what are why are all the artists doing it so i'd love to hear your take on why you're bringing nfts to the space and what even motivated you to do that absolutely are we are we on the on the go? Like, are we ready we are to do this? So on the go, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's do, the first I mean, question. Yeah, that's my first question. I'll do. I mean, I'll do a, a real, I guess, a, a proper intro. But I, I love to dive right in. I don't get too much time with you. I wish we had. I wish we had. Amazing. Music. Let's get it. Let's get it then. Um, so, for those who don't know, NFTs are non fungible tokens, and what that essentially means is it's just specifically for you. Only one person can own it at a time and so that's all put up on the blockchain i know it's it's crazy it's like not even english but basically it's a, it's a digital ledger um that is uh posted up on the blockchain where everybody can verify people who are in this space can verify that you actually bought this specific nft this token uh which is a digital art essentially mixed with these days music as well and um, it's you own it and you can sell it and buy it and do whatever you want with it. And that's kind of essentially what it is right now. So it's like buying and selling digital art on the blockchain. <laughs> Hopefully that makes somewhat sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I love that you say ledger because it kind of it clarifies that, okay, somebody's keeping track of who owns it and it's public, publicly available, who owns it and who has owned it. So it's this... Yeah, correct. And because it's not, because it's decentralized, so it's not just one company or one CEO or one entity that's verifying everything. It's literally all the community, essentially. People who are in the space are kind of verifying 
one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe 25, 30 times that yes, you have made that transaction that is yours and we accept, you know, something like that. It's an interesting space. Um, you know, if you're unsure about it, I think just do some reading and then delve, so, sort of dive into it. You know, I think that's the best way to, to learn something, get your feet wet. Yeah. And so, I mean, you mentioned it's art. I've seen a lot of them where it's, you know, these graphic monkeys or people, are, you know, the like cartoon type things. So how does music and your music fit in to the space? Like what, how, how do you do that with music? Do you right. There's several ways. Music to one specific person or how, how does that work? There's several ways. There's actually several things that are going on right now. One of them is you can put digital, like, so visual digital art with music. So that kind of, so it's sort of like a loop on a, on a visual piece. Um, that's what we've been doing. That's what we did with Omicron Queen. Um, it's sort of created with New World Inc. and their team, um, an Omicron, <laughs> like, a, like a cartoon character, Omicron dancing with, a, with, a, with a, like a queen. So with a crown on top. And I made the music to that and it was sort of a loop and that that's what we sell. Um, but there's also other ways to, even as an art, like a musical artist, to put your, to put your albums out there and sell them as NFTs. So it's obviously you have a cover, right? Like every album has a cover or a single has a cover and you sell that song for a certain price and, you know, or that album and people get, you know, even with NFTs, there's always like an extra um, utility with it. It can't, it's not just um, the digital art. People want other stuff with it. So sometimes we give like signed t-shirts with the NFT that you buy. Sometimes it's like um, a lifetime of backstage passes to all the concerts. There's many things that you can give away with it to make the value uh, more enticing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I love that. You can also sort of bundle things and bring it into real life as well in a sense. So it's not just, okay, you get the music, which is already a huge thing, but you're also Correct. saying you also can have a tangible t-shirt or come to a show and be backstage. I mean, that's huge in terms of- Exactly. Is it like, like for example, my, one of my Omicron queens, so we've got, um, we've got different degrees of, like we've got three different, uh, you know, NF NFTs that we're giving away. One of them is $250, the other one is 500, and another one is 25,000. So the $25,000 Omicron, it's a gold Omicron. And what, when you buy that, we can, we fly you down, uh, from wherever you are in the world, put you up in ho in a hotel for a couple of days, and then you come into studio with me, and I create a song for you and with you in my studio, and and you you essentially go back home with us with a song. Like let's say there was an artist that's like an aspiring artist, and they want to make it, and they want to have I can write them and produce them a full song with all my experience and everything. And that's kind of why it's worth that because you fly down. It's many things. Yeah, I love that. I yeah. love it's immersive and it's also definitely an experience in, in real life. And yeah. then you have this ownership of it online that sort of verifies. So Correct. it's not just something that you pay for and then it's sort of gone. It's kind of like you you also have that digital ownership after the experience. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which is more worth it, right? I mean, there's, there are people already doing that without NFTs, but the fact that you have something to go away with and it actually is in this public ledger really adds to the value, I think. That's, that's yeah, it's really cool. I mean, if you think about it, you know, the positives of the NFT scenario with music 
is also so that the artists can, you know, monetize their song in a much more profitable way. Because if you think, you know, for those who don't know, on Spotify, you know, every stream we get about 0.00008 of a dollar. It's something like that. It's some really minuscule number per stream. Um, obviously, there's certain platforms that give you more, you know, like Tidal and some other places, you know, that pay us a little more. But generally, it's very minuscule. And so NFTs, you could sell something for $10,000. Like it's your song, you know, it's the same song that you own and you can sell it for so much more depending on the art and, and, and the demand. Obviously, you know, if no one cares for you and no one's going to buy it, and there's no hype, then, then, then you'll never make any money anyways. But so that's, there's advantages to, to having NFTs that could really benefit you. Yeah, absolutely. And putting it back in the hands of the artist in a sense, I think, which is huge. I mean, it's the yeah. same thing with, I think book publishers and, and going the traditional route versus writing your book yourself and self-publishing, like it gives you that autonomy where you can still have the distribution, you can still have the visibility, but you're more in control as the artist, which is- Yeah, and, and, and what's also essentially cool is that the, the buyer, you know, and whatever, you're a fan or whatever, whoever buys your NFT is also investing in you as a creator. So let's say, you know, one day my, my NFT is $500, then maybe in a couple of years, or someone will want to buy it you know, from you for $10,000. So it's essentially an investment as well. If you believe in the creator and you think they're going to blow up, you know, so that's also exciting for the buyer too. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. I mean, and you see it with artwork, so it makes sense that a musician would, right. It's still art and you have the same opportunity for that to go up in value as a song. Yeah. So what about the royalties though? I kind of get curious about like, you know how, okay. So if you sell it, somebody comes, they do that experience with you. They have this song, they own it. It's on this ledger, but what about if the radio wants to play it <laughs> or what about like how, so how do, how right. do those royalties or those streams, you know, how they're paying you per, how does that yeah. work into somebody owning it? Like if I own it, one of the songs that, you know, how. Yeah. Well, it's essentially, if you do sell it to someone else, you, you we do get a cut. So we do get a royalty. So every time it's, it's being sold, you know, to someone else, you're still getting a cut of it. You know, so that kind of works out. It depends which platform. It gets a little hairy, okay? Because sometimes you don't. It depends on the platform, you know? Uh, and then we can get into the weeds on that. But, but, but you can. There is a possibility for you make, to make a 10% cut, for example, royalty every time it sells. Well, that's good. So you're not sort of getting cut out of the equation the first exactly. with the first seller. It's not like a house. You know, exactly. like you sell a house and then you sold it and it's gone. And now, you know, you make what you make off the first sale, but it's gone. This is no, in yeah. perpetuity, you as the artist still are getting compensated, which is. You could be, you could be, and there are platforms that do that. And there's others that, that don't, and you know, but you sold it for that much, you know, it's look, it's such a baby right now. You know, this whole industry, you know, in 10 years or six years or five years or four years, we're going to be like, oh, this was nothing. It was just like Facebook. Now we're so used to it, you know? But at the beginning, I noticed a lot. I was just in Dubai and I'm having, you know, dinner meetings with some of my friends from school and they're all asking me about these NFTs and they're so curious and it's, it's, it's become the table, dinner table discussion, you know? What the hell are these things, you know? And everyone's interested in them because a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people are making a lot of money from them. And, and so everyone's interested in how, how do we invest? How do we... I think it's going to be something that 
that we're all going to get so used to in the future. And we're going to be like, that's, that was so easy. Why, why couldn't they explain to us that way? You know? Um, but bottom line is it's, it's about the community ultimately, you know? So what I'm trying to do is build a community. So it's not a, like, I'm, I'm excited to sell the, the 151 to the 251, the $250 one. It doesn't have to be the 20,000 one. I just want the community to keep building, especially my fans. A lot of people don't know how to go on OpenSea, get a MetaMask wallet, because you got to get a wallet. It's really difficult. Get the, then get your Ethereum and buy it with Ethereum or Poly. It's, it gets confusing. So as long as we can build the community slowly, 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 then they can come with me. Something like that. Yeah, and I love that it is community based and it connects you closer to your fans versus having, you know, okay, you can still have a record deal, but it kind of display. There's a middleman in that versus, yeah. hey, you can connect directly and pay that hundred fifty dollars or two hundred fifty dollars and be yeah. in a community. It's it's much more intimate with the the creator, I think, which is yeah. so nice. I think it's important for us to just uh, dive into this whole world. Um, I'm probably gonna be performing. I'm gonna be one of the first. I'm proud of it, like Lebanese Canadians to, to perform in the metaverse. So we're, we're discussing, uh, we're having discussions right now with Decentraland and they, they had Dead Mouse last year, um, headline. And so I'm gonna be, you know, I don't know if I'm headlining, but I'm gonna be part of the lineup this year at Decentraland. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it because I'm like sort of a pioneer. You know, I'm, I'm really putting myself out there, you know, with this whole world. I think it's, it's exciting. Look, it's something new. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, well, like you said, you have to immerse yourself and it's all about giving it a, a go and trying, right? I mean, in five years, it could be huge. In five years, people move on to the next technology. But I think the point is that you're not missing out on what's new and what's possible, you know, whether it's going to be metaverse or if it's something else. But the fact that you're willing to go after it and try it and put yourself out there, I think, is the whole point. I think that's what's so inspiring about it, regardless yeah. of what happens, you know? I mean, I, I remember, you know, at the time, even like with Facebook and like Instagram and stuff, when they first came out, a lot of people, you know, people were like hesitant and whatever. I always jumped in. I always jumped in. Even TikTok jumped in, you know, just moved in, you know, and I think it's, it's always been beneficial for me when I did that. So I think I'm doing the same thing here. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's something people can definitely apply to their own lives, whatever industry you're in or whatever you're doing. It's that as the industry continues to evolve, which it inevitably will, you've got to be willing to try the new software or the new approach in order to evolve and stay current. And you certainly have done that. I mean, you've had, you've had a seriously successful career. It's not like just one song, you know what I mean? Like, I think what I really, what really inspires me about you as a musician is you continue, you continue to evolve in, in the yeah. scene. And I'm contrary, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> you know, I remember the first time when Africa came out a long time ago, um, whatever, 11 years ago, um, people were like, yeah, you're such a one hit wonder and da 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 and one hit wonder this, one hit wonder that. And I'm like, it really bothered me. I'm like, I've only released one, like calm down. <laughs> like, okay, so this is my one, hold on, I've got a career. And I've proven it with nine hits, like nine golden platinum records. So they can't say I'm a one hit wonder no more, you know, but it really used to bother me when they would say. <laughs> I think it's well because I think it's what people expect that people sort of it's easy to ride on one success right and kind of hold on to it but that's sure. what I think is so interesting about how you approach this is that it's a career you just said right it's a career so you continue yeah. to evolve and change and grow and it's not 
you did that. That's really fantastic. And everybody yeah. knows it. And, it, you know, I, I grew up with that. Song. Like, every, you know, it's a great, we love that song. You did a great job. <laughs> but you, with that, you also continue to stay inspired and creative. And I'm very curious what keeps you in that headspace, because being a creator is not it's not easy and you really have to have a creative process and, and continue to be inspired and find things to light you up. And, and I'm very curious how you do that. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's really hits me from everywhere. Like, like inspiration comes from life and, and politics and the world and Omicron and, you know, everything that we're dealing with, you know, uh, relationships. I, I just, you know, I just love to create even even funny things like lately with TikTok, I'm just creating like parodies of other songs and mixing them in with politics and what's going on with, you know, masks and anti-maskers and, and whatever, all that, all that crazy, everything we've been dealing with the past two years. It's, it's so out there that I'm just taking it into my little studio and just having some fun with it and putting it back out into the, uh, into the world. And people find it funny. You know, I had a song called Omicron Queen, of course. That's what created the NFTs after that. That was a parody of Caribbean Queen from the 80s. Um, I had a song called Corona World, which is like uh, Aladdin's A Whole New World. You know, so I'm just having so much fun with this whole thing. Um, and that's what TikTok did for me. I think TikTok is such a great app. The algorithm is so like spot on. Like it's really uh, given my career another level, given me another boost, I think. Yeah. Well, and so again, so you're willing to try different platforms and see which one is able to share your creations the best way and to get them to the most people and the right people that appreciate them. And then it's also fun and play, which is so interesting. I was just at a Jordan Peterson lecture and he's an intellectual, right? And he, he used to work right. at the University of Toronto. I love, I love supporting people from my hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, I mean, he's great. I would love to hear what you, what you have to say about him. Yeah, no, I think, I think he is great. And he definitely, his creations are, are verbal and it's such a different approach than what you're doing, but his, in a very academic way, after an hour long talk, listening to him, his whole point was to bring play into life, bring a sense of play into wow. your life. And so even though he was quoting Nietzsche and these philosophers and scientific studies, and it was very academic, the whole point of it was to, to bring play into your life in the way that you do things. And so I just love that you're, I think, emphasizing that for yourself, saying, hey, I made it fun. I'm making, you know, I, in the creations I'm making, I'm having fun. Totally. And, and that's so, you know what, that's so not what people think Carl Wolf was about, like, even two years ago. You know, I was, I'm always a serious musician. And I, you know, I was never into this kind of mockery, parody style music, but I just, yeah, it's just so much fun. That's part of my character anyways. You know, friends who know me, they know that I'm like that. So I, I don't know. I just, that's what you got to do with TikTok. You got to just dive in, try stuff and see what goes viral. And with those, they keep on going viral. <laughs> like every time I make sort of a jokey song, they, people love comedy, man. People love comedy. People love music. When you can marriage the two, you're really killing it. And, and that'll help me with my Spotify stuff. You know, I know it's not on Spotify because I don't put those jokey songs there, but just your notoriety and people know who Carl Wolf is, people who would have never known me before, you know, who are maybe a younger generation, maybe someone in the US and the Midwest, 
you know, they kind of discovering Carl Wolf and then they can listen to me on Spotify. So all my Spotify numbers are going up now. Nothing to do with the songs that, that are like parodied, but they just listen to Getaway, for example, or like Africa and Rediscover Me. So it's a whole loop. You know, I found kind of a loop that cycle. It just works. Yeah, I love it. It's again, community, right? What you're saying about the NFTs. I think this is all these different avenues are building your online community. And I think it doesn't all have to be the same. I think it's cool that some of it can be funny and lighthearted. And then some of it is really you honing your craft as an artist and putting out music. And then some of it is also with visuals on the NFT side that you have the artistic side marrying. I think it's, I think it's beautiful that you're exploring the different avenues for sure. And it humanizes like the fact that it's not all just, you know, singles. Like you also have these fun little parodies that people can just connect with you in that way. I think it's very important to show that side. I I, I really think so. Um, people love human beings. Like they, I know it sounds weird, but like they just love a normal person. Like they want to know who the person is behind the music. It, it's it's really interesting. In fact, I'm working with some branding companies right now, and they're not really interested in my music side. They're like. So what do you do on your regular day? I'm like, well, I work out. I have like a, like a trainer and everything. And they're like, oh, so we can do some branding with that. I'm like, but what about music? Like, yeah, 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 music, music. But what about you? Who are you, Carl? Like, what do you eat? Do you cook? Do you eat vegan? Are you like a gluten-free guy? Like, what, what's the deal? What's your workout regimen? They want to know more about the human being. I think because that's more relatable, right? Not everybody's a musician, but a lot of people are human and they eat and they work out. So there's a lot more relatability there and I find that interesting me too because it's what social media I think allows for is even for somebody to get a an insight into your world right they can see your trip to Dubai to some degree right when you share online I mean it's it's allowing us to see you beyond a three-minute song right like we get to actually experience your life with you so for sure true true there is more than just the verse and the chorus of my song and the way my soul is singing it and writing and producing it there's more than that to a human. So I never, you know, I never looked at it that way. I just thought I'm putting my, my whole self into that. But yeah, like, I mean, times are changing. This is, and I'm going sort of with it. It's really cool. Like the person has become the brand, you know, not the music, musical person, but like the person in totality. Yeah. And I mean, that's probably a big question to ask you at the tail end of our time together, but <laughs> who are you? What are you about? I mean, I don't know if you want to tell us if you're vegan or not, but you know, who are you outside of the really inspiring music that you produce? Um, I'm an alien. I'm from another planet. I know. Um, I love UFOs. I love aliens. I love that whole subject. I love to know who are we, you know, where we come from, you know, anyway, that's another subject for another day, but, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just a regular guy who loves, you know, who's got a passion for music. And um, I, I really think that the, the human body is really important for you to take care of it. Um, eat well, work out, you know, let your heart rate just go up. You know, I, I, I even, you know, my parents throughout their lives, they don't really work out anymore. And, and I, I never sort of want to be like that. I always tell them just you got You got to keep, you know, let your blood flow through your body. And like, that's so important to me. Just everything not only me, but everything around me. So the people around me are important, you know, to think of them and to, you know, not to step all over people and because that's the universe kind of karma coming back. Like everything is a push and pull in this life. That's what I believe. So 
yeah, I don't know if that answers anything, but it definitely does. And actually, on the alien side, I was just listening to Joe Rogan's interview with Sadhguru, and he's like a big mystic in India, huge actually. Sure. Yeah. So he was just talking about his experience with Bob Lazar. With, sorry, no, Sadhguru with with like alien right. life. So you might right. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. He's a fa- yeah, he is a fascinating, and I think there's it seems to be this uptick of people talking about like UFOs and aliens lately. I don't know what that. What's I've been on it for for. 15 to 20 years where friends of mine were like, even when I was younger, people were like, what's wrong with you? I was onto that for a long time. I've had experiences with them. I've taken a photo in Egypt of a UFO on top of us. It's on my Facebook fan page. Uh, Look under Africa. You'll see it there. The album Africa. Um, So I've had my run-ins with so many different people who've experienced them, who've seen them. Um, So, you know, there's really something there. You know, and maybe that's who we are and where we're from. You know, I've even read this, this, this Dr. Zachariah Sitchin. I've read his books. Um, I don't know if you know who he is or familiar with him, but he was, he's, he's a translator of the Old Testament and the Sumerian tablets. And they would write it in their glyphs and hieroglyphs or whatever. And he was one of the first to, to translate them. Um, and, and according to them, we come from a planet called Nibiru with Anunnaki, Anunnaki came down to earth every 3,650 years and they created man or man and woman as slaves to, to dig and to, 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 to dig out gold for, to mine, sorry, to mine gold for their planet. It's just a whole, it's, it sounds crazy because it is, but it's really fascinating. <laughs> it is. And I, I think with this and everything you've said today, what I love so much is your willingness to explore new things different ways of thinking different ways of being different social media platforms different ways to share your music different ways to work out I mean all of it just lends itself to this curiosity and I think your willingness to continue to evolve that I really admire I think that's so big in being able to to grow as a person if you stop growing I I personally I don't know it's, yeah. a, it's a bleak life, right? If you just decide you know everything and how everything works and this is how it is, like that kind of mentality, that fixed mindset. But you know what? That there's a lot of people that think that way, you know, that think they know everything and and maybe they do, you know, and good, good you know, all, all good to them. But at the end of the day, we're still a speck in the middle of this huge universe. And why are we here? Well, what are we doing here? Like, what is this? <laughs> you know, I don't know. You know, so really, really good, interesting. <laughs> really good questions. I wish we had. I think that's the the beauty, though, is that we're seeking we're seeking that, right? We're seeking. Okay, yeah. why am I here? What can I do? What can I contribute? How can I do better? What can I learn? Where can I go? Who can I meet? How can I help them? Like it's all these kind of questions that keep us seeking yeah. those answers. I think that's so human. I think that's yeah. what humanity is. You know, the seeking of of something of a true love of you know partnership or having a family like we're just we're continuously looking for more and I yeah. think a, I think that's a beautiful thing and that you do that yeah. in your work is so special like again I mean Africa was I can't even believe it's like over 10 years that that yeah I think it was yesterday I know <laughs> but but I mean now you're nominated for a Juno and a completely different piece of music so I just think it's so beautiful that you keep growing and evolving and it's my absolute honor to be able to I don't know, experience that and hear you. It's, you do beautiful work. 
it means a lot to me. And especially with this uh, nomination, I haven't had a nomination at the Junos in 11 years. So my 11 years ago was for the R&B category. And I've made the switch up only in the past two years, not even a year and a half with the tick with TikToks and all that, where I would produce like house music or dance music or EDM just live in front of the camera or whatever. And then that's how Getaway was created. It was created on TikTok. And now it's nominated for Juno. And I'm the, that means I'm the top five dance recording sound, you know, in Canada. And that's, that's crazy. That's, and look who I'm competing with, Dubs, who are so well known for this stuff. Dead Mouse. I mean, these guys are incredible at what they do. In fact, Dubs and I are talking about a record together now, you know. So how did I go from R&B artist to, to like a dance music guy? Or, you know, and I'm even learning how to DJ now. I got my DJ equipment. And so I'm going to rock big stages just DJ because that's going to be fun too. So I'm changing, man. I'm, I'm switching it up and it's fun. I love that. Again, adaptability at its core. And it's beautiful to see you succeed with that in mind. Oh, I just appreciate you so much. You're such a kind, kind person. I'm so grateful oh, to have had some time with you today. So sweet. I really appreciate you seeing me this way. It really makes me very, very happy, actually. Thank you. <laughs>